months ago, I bought myself a backpack thing that not a what backpack. do you even call those things? It's like what people put babies in to take them hiking. Yeah. But it's well, like, it's a backpack and you put the baby in your backpack. Yeah. And if you have a normal size head, the baby can see where you're going over the adult's head. But my head's massive. So poor Ellie can't see anything. She she's, can see peripherally. She spends the whole time just trying to peek around my giant dome. <laughs> but uh, I haven't used it at all since I bought it because I was nervous about getting in and out of it. Like I didn't. I don't know. I just didn't want to drop the baby. Right. So with Callie home from work the other day, I said, let's go for an afternoon hike and I'm going to take the baby backpack to make sure I can do it. Because if it works well, then Ellie and I are going to be hiking fools. So off we go for a little, I mean, it wasn't, it was a mile and a half long. It wasn't a treacherous trail and there were no hills really to speak of, right? There were like some hills. Uh, and the next day and up to this moment in time, I feel like I've been hit by a bus. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Like I feel, you know, the good achy that you feel like yeah, after well, working you, out. You just, you haven't worked out in a while. So. Right. So it feels good, but it feels like I've gotten hit by a bus. You Ooh. know well, this is probably a little TMI and a little up to off topic for our show, but in the interest of keeping it real, because I haven't told you this, but things are just like different after you have a baby and I, it caused me pain that hike did. Why did it cause you pain? Because I was just like straining myself and like all the pelvic floor work that I've been doing and stuff like that. And I think I was, I don't know if I was just like like clenching or really uptight when we were doing that. But yeah, I, for like two days now, I've been like sore. <laughs> What's sore on you? Girl stuff? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Is it going to be like that forever? No, not forever, but it's just, you know, yeah, it's, it's a, it's I didn't a realize that's were, the most I've done since we had a baby. I mean, I've done stuff you, on you work out two or three times a week. I do, but I can tell when I'm pushing myself and then I have the ability to stop. Like when you're in the woods on a hike, right. you can't stop. Like you can't just be like, okay, I'm done now. Like you have to walk the whole way back. So yeah, I'm definitely like still feeling it. Going to have to do some more stretches. What about, do you, um, have you ridden the, Pel you've ridden the Peloton since? Uh -huh. Yeah. I've written, there's only, and I was telling um, my yoga instructor like a week ago, the only thing that I still have trouble doing is like a side plank. Like it puts too much pressure there and it really hurts. So, um, yeah, it's just something interesting, fun postpartum. How life. long do you think it's going to last? Not the pain, but you, trying to, you know, take over my uncomfortableness with your own, oh, I had a baby last <laughs> year. Oh, it's so sore. Things happened. How about this? I walked for a mile and a half. With a child on I, your back. I carried that baby. I carried that baby <laughs> for 90 minutes. All who want to smack Jeff in the face, say I. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. 
This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for the beautiful weather that we have been having since Christmas. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for a wonderful holiday with my family. This is our first show back since Christmas, so we have to do kind of like a holiday recap. I think. Well, first of all, uh, to be totally honest, the reason we didn't do a show yesterday is because we were so in the family zone that we were just like, you know what? Sometimes you just have to like say no and really soak in the moments. And it was that kind of thing. Um, So we did. And we were like, you know what? We're just going to randomly give ourselves Monday off. And so that's where we were. Um, It was, you know, so great. And we really did have, I mean, I thought we had a great holiday. Yeah, I, um, I mean, it was just, it was perfect. I. That doesn't sound very convincing. Well, the reason is because I, I don't know. I was kind of like in a weird zone, like a weird vibe around Christmas, but not in a negative way. Like not in a, this is a bad way. I just. I put too much pressure on myself to like soak in the moment and enjoy the holiday and make every minute special that I was almost preoccupied with that. And then I was becoming annoyed with myself at being preoccupied with that. Does that make sense at all? That bumps me out. But it wasn't, but, but then when the day ended and the pressure was off, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest day ever. It really is. But in the moment, it's just a weird, stupid mind trick that, you know. It was Ellie's second Christmas. Yeah. Really her her first because she was like a tiny little nugget last Christmas and she was sleep. She slept the whole, the whole day. So. And she couldn't do anything. She couldn't even pull the paper off of a box. Yeah. She was like a little potato. Um, so this was kind of like her first Christmas where she, she didn't understand it, but she was more involved in it. And it was so cute. Like watching her eyes light up. I'm going to cry talking about it. Um, and just seeing like a toy under the tree for her. And then she kind of looked at us like, can I play with that? And we're like, yeah, that's for you. And Oh my gosh, melt my heart. Cause with stuffed animals in our in our house, like Ellie has hers, but some of them are the dogs. So th- there's always kind of like a is this one that's cool or is this one Can for, I have this? Is or is this, this for, or is this for the stinky, my stinky siblings? Who's this one for? <laughs> and so when she saw these, we had a couple of unwrapped things under the tree. She was like, Whoa, these are mine. That was cool. Yeah, it was really neat. And what was your favorite gift? Jeff Dollar, did you have a favorite gift? Honestly, my favorite gift was the watch band I gave you because of how happy it made you. Really? I didn't think, I I mean, I know it's been on your list for a while, but I didn't think it would make you as happy as it did. I have wanted like a nice watch band for my Apple watch for like years. And I've been looking at this one for years, but it's something that I probably, I just couldn't, um, by myself. Cause I was just like, you know, I don't know. It's a splurge. I don't need it, you know, but it's like been one of those dream things for like four years and Jeff surprised me with it, which was so nice. Um, but it just, uh, Christmas with like, yeah, with Ellie was just, I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over, but it really was a highlight of my life. I think I had a couple of big, like, dad moments. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first one is 
And I would like if you work at Northside Hospital, which is the which is the big baby hospital in uh, the Atlanta area. Like I think they don't they deliver more babies at Northside than any I other think hospital so. They this- used to call it the Baby Factory. Yeah. So, anyways, I think they should when they send you home. You know, they give you a few diapers. They give you, you know, whatever, like a swaddling blanket, whatever the take home kit is for dads. It should include a pocket knife. Like I never understood why somebody would carry a pocket knife until Christmas morning, and you've got to take every stuffed animal or every plastic toy out of the cardboard prison that is shipped in for whatever mm-hmm. reason. It's tied in there with 48 ties. Mm-hmm. And then if you have like a Swiss Army style knife, you can use the little screwdriver because on all the kids' toys, the battery compartments are screwed shut. Uh, now, okay. now I get it. Every dad needs a pocket knife. That's the first thing that made me, that, that was like dadish about, uh, about Christmas. The other thing is, this is a real thought that I had that I have never had in 40 plus years of being on this earth. I grew up Catholic, which means I have heard the story of the three wise men uh, who go to see Jesus on his birthday mm-hmm. in the in the manger at the stables. And I have heard that story 500 times. Right. Mm -hmm. They go, they bring gifts, follow the North Star, all that. This year is the first time I had this thought. And I have no, it just popped into my head when I was reading something on Instagram about the purpose of the three wise men or what the gifts symbolized or something like that. The three wise men, do you remember what they brought? What the three gifts were? Gold. Yep. Frankincense and mirth. Myrrh. I don't think mirth. Myrrh. I don't think this. I don't think there's a th. I think it's just myrrh. So gold myrrh. frankincense okay. myrrh. I think. Right. You know what thought I had? This is the biggest dad thought I've ever had. What? How are they going to get that stuff home? What do you mean? Like they go. They're already. Like they've gone on a trip. They have a baby on the trip, and now they've got to haul home a baby. All the stuff that comes with the baby and. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh? Where are they going to put it? Where's that going to go in the car? Dad's going to be so... Joseph is going to be so annoyed. Mm, Yeah, that is a pretty dad thought. I did look it up. It's M-Y-R-R-H, which is why I was thinking mirth. Yeah. Anyways, um, I have had the post-Christmas blues. I get this every year. I hate it. It drives me nuts. I thought maybe this year, since I have a week off after Christmas, I would like not be so Christmas sad. But every year after Christmas, I go into this like post-Christmas blues thing and I hate it and I can't control it. And it drives me nuts. Well, you're you're just sad because you like the celebration and the family and the, and the now with Ellie and the whole new element of it. I do. And I don't think you're alone in that. The thought of like getting back to a routine of any kind. And I haven't worn pants like in like a week. We have a meeting today and all I'm thinking about is, oh, I have to put on pants. Is the saddest day of your year the day that you take the decorations off the tree? Yes. Yeah. For sure. It really bums me out. I don't, I mean, I know I can see why I wish that it didn't, but every year I'm like, this is rude. I hate that I end it on 
I hate that I end such a high on a down low, if that makes sense. Well, it's it's the same as the uh, end of vacation blues. And it's why I have a rule on vacation that even two days before you leave, even a day before you leave, you're not allowed to say, I can't believe tomorrow's our last day. Yeah. Like you just have to, you have to ride that wave, the high point of that wave until the end. Um, another, uh, how, it's kind of related to that before you go on to the next thing. How long are we keeping our tree up? I don't know. I'm like surprised that you haven't already made me take it down. Well, Christmas was two days ago. I'm not the Grinch. Well, I know, but, um, I don't know. We have like meetings and stuff today. So today's out. So I don't know. It's got to come down soon because the tree, it still smells good and it's, and it's a beautiful tree. And what kind is it again? It's a Douglas fir. Douglas or noble? Noble fir. <laughs> What's the one you normally want to get? Fraser fir. Okay. So it's a noble fir, right? Yes. Okay. From the West coast. Um, that it it's been a great tree. Callie and I both say it's the best tree that we've ever owned. It looks so good. It could be fake. It's great. The problem is it dried up in like 24 hours. Yeah. Like it just, it just decided I'm done with this. Get me out of here. So, uh, so it's, pr it's probably get, only got a couple more days in the house. If that, yeah. Um, a couple other notable things. Um, the dogs were sick, injured, whatever, <laughs> over Christmas. So Sadie got an ear infection. So we were dealing with that. And poor Lily has been in a cone all break because she keeps like, she chews her tail. She chewed her tail once when she was anxious. Then it started to like heal, which we're assuming made it really itchy. So then she started chewing it again. So how many times over the past couple of days do you think I've cleaned blood off the walls? Yeah. So she's been in a cone since... What last week, last Tuesday or Wednesday? It's been a while and we feel so bad. Like she keeps running into things or getting it caught on things. And she definitely is poor Ellie really gets, sad. gets donked by that cone because Lily has no spatial awareness, awareness with the yeah. cone. So normally there's plenty of room for Lily to move between the coffee table and the couch, even if Ellie's standing there. Yeah. But now, now, wham, just like a linebacker taking out a quarterback. Yeah. Boom, see so, you later. Poor Lily. I did notice. So we got Ellie this little, like, it's like an ice cream truck or something that she can kind of push around and it makes noise. You can press buttons on it. And it came with a little pack of stickers, right? And did you ever have sticker anxiety as a kid? Um, What is that? I probably did. If it's anxiety, yes. <laughs> Chances so are I did. I remember when I was a kid and I would get stickers and I wouldn't want to use them because uh, I was so yeah. stressed out that then they would be gone. Yep. And then, you know what I mean? Like, not like there's an endless supply of like stickers. So I don't think I ever really properly used stickers. And yeah. the ice cream truck thing came with a pack of stickers. And I saw like one place where you're supposed to put it on there. Like it's like a fake um, yeah. meal or whatever. But then the rest of them, you're just supposed to decorate the ice cream truck with. And when I tell you, I still, I have been sitting there staring at that sticker pack for a couple of days. Ellie keeps bringing it to me 
And I can't bring myself to put stickers on her truck. Well, I didn't know that it was supposed to go with the ice cream truck and she brought it to me. So I just peeled stickers off and I put them on one of her little sippy cups. Yeah, I saw that because I just unloaded the dishwasher like right before we were doing this. And I noticed there was one on there and I was like, oh, Ellie decorated her cup, but it was you. I didn't realize it went with a toy. I used to, my sticker pressure came from, did you ever get a toy that for me, it was like, um, remote control cars. Okay. And you could buy there. There was this one summer where there were these remote control cars that me and everybody in the neighborhood had. Mm-hmm. And I remember they were like, they, it was the hot toy. Okay. It was, and it was expensive. And we all wanted to get one for Christmas. We all saved our money and we got them, but you bought them and you just either bought the, the white one or the black one or the, or the neon green one. Mm-hmm. And then they, came with sticker packs that you could decorate. So like one sheet would be like flames, you know, and and it would be like a, like a devil, you know, like the race car from, from hell. And then the other (laughs) one was like, like decorated like a NASCAR race car. And the other one was like a, whatever. There are indentations on the actual car where the stickers had to go like in the molded in the plastic. Right. I had so much pressure to line them up perfectly. So much pressure. Hated it. Hated it. I did that with Ellie's ice cream truck. Like there's a place where like a little meal tray goes and it's like a picture with a sticker of like all the food food that's on it. And I was like, okay, Callie, don't screw this up. Like my one-year-old's ever going to notice. I have what I think is the best idea ever. It is a brilliant idea. And I hope that you are as excited as I am for to implement this idea in the year 2022. I think that you need to write a book called Brilliant Ideas and just keep a list of all these things that you say are the best idea ever. And then have a whole book of the best ideas ever. Here's my plan. Because every single week we talk about meal planning. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make a grocery list. We're going to plan out all of our meals for the week. There's never going to be like a last minute dinner scramble. There's never going to be a last minute like, oh crap, do we have any fresh vegetables for the kid? Like, you know, none of that. Like we're going to be all planned. And we usually, when we we commit ourselves to it, we're usually great for two weeks. And then like we spend the next three or four weeks going, okay, we really got to get back on the track mm-hmm. of sending meal. Plan. Then we get on it. Boom. I've solved that problem. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. Later today or tomorrow, we are going to do a meal plan, meal prep, whatever you want to call it, menu planning for the next three or four weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not as difficult as it sounds because all I'm talking about are dinners Sunday through Thursday because Friday and Saturday, weekend dinners aren't going to count. So Sunday through Thursday. And we uh, are dinner affair customers. So we get, what is it, 10 meals a month that we subscribe to? Or we 12? get 12, yeah. Okay, so we can plug those in. That's going to take a big chunk of the of the month out. That's going to take like 50% of the meals out. And then we, we do like pizza night every couple of weeks and all that stuff. So we're just going to plug in our favorite recipes and we're going to fill out a three or four week grid of all meal plans, right? Okay. Then we're going to repeat it. Five times. Brilliant. 
Okay, here's the problem with this. I There's no actually, problem with it. No, I actually had the thought, hey, we should really plan meal plan a month ahead because I think every week is unrealistic because life just gets in the way and there's always other things to do and it always gets put on the back burner. So I think that is fantastic. Doing it a month ahead, yes, totally into it. Um, here's the thing. You out of both of us, have trouble sticking to that because then you'll not be in the mood for something and be like, let's just order sushi. I know, but, but take that out of it. That's, but a, that's, that's the biggest hiccup, but that's a Jeff problem. No, the biggest hiccup is that we don't do it. The biggest hiccup. Like if we're, if we're set to have sloppy Joe's because that's what's on the calendar and I'm just not, I'm like, Ooh, I don't want sloppy Joe's. We got to order something. That's, that's an issue. That's my issue. What I'm so I should just tell you to suck it up because it's sloppy Joe. No, don't wait. You're getting into the weeds on it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about (laughs) is us every single week. We want to sit down and plan out our our meals for the next week to make life easier, and we never do it. So what I'm saying is, we do what you just said. We make a month long meal plan, right? Mm -hmm. But we repeat that same meal plan for like three or four months. Cool. What you you're not as excited about this as I'm I am. into it. I just know you with plans and <sighs> but I will stick to it as long as you will. It's not about sticking to it. It's about the genius of coming up with the idea. Oh yes, you're very very smart. Never did I ever think that I would be in my 40s dealing with stuff like redness or oily skin or even breakouts. But here we are. And that's why I am so excited to discover Caldera Lab. Caldera Lab is the creator of what GQ called the best natural face serum for men. They've actually got three products. They've got a cleanser, a moisturizer, and a multifunctional serum. That's the liquid gold that GQ is talking talking about. This stuff is so easy to use that you have no excuse for not taking care of your skin. They make it simple. They also go the extra mile in sourcing. They actually wild harvest five of their ingredients by hand with a team of botanists in the Jackson Hole, Wyoming area. That's where the founders live, Jackson, Wyoming. Originally created this to help with dry skin, but now it is so much more. It's simple, it's award-winning, and it's an easy three-step process for all skin types. It's only a matter of time before Cali steals my caldera lab skin products. We would love to let you try this out with a great special offer. All you have to do is to get 30% off your first order is to go to calderalab.com slash upside. That's C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com slash upside, or use the discount code upside when you check out. It's calderalab.com slash upside upside. We're so excited to have them be a part of the upside with Callie and Jeff this week. No matter what my new year's resolutions are, they always have a theme and that's to make myself the best, most confident me. Now, sometimes that's that I want to work out more or eat healthier, but I also want to be confident in my skin. And that's why I started taking such good care of my skin a couple of years ago. Your face is what you present to the world. And if you're insecure about your acne or maybe the melasma on your face, like I was, it can really show. Last year, I signed up for 
for Apostrophe, a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne and other skin concerns. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan just for you. I went to Apostrophe's website and took their online quiz about my skin. I uploaded a few photos of my problem areas, which has been like the dark brown spots on my face. And the next day, I woke up with a message from a dermatologist with a prescription and an option to purchase. It was that easy. I'm still using my prescription and my skin looks better every week. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use our code upside. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. Then use our code upside at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E.com slash upside and use the code upside to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. We thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this podcast. BetterHelp has been a longtime sponsor of this podcast. We thank them so much for that. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. If something is stressing you out, if something is preventing you from being completely happy, if you have never done therapy before, BetterHelp is for you. Completely confidential. Licensed therapists and counselors are waiting to talk to you in all 50 states. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can start talking to someone in as soon as 48 hours. So whatever it is that is eating you up, whether it's anxiety, stress, confusion, family issues, whatever you're struggling with, talk about it. Don't leave it inside. Share it with someone who can help. Sometimes friends and family aren't the go-to people. Am I right? So unload the stressors, get some unbiased feedback, and you'll be shocked at what you can gain from it. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside. Get 10% off your first month. Once again, that's betterhelp.com slash upside. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, Callie, this first story, just for you. Uh, A guy in Maryland, a town called Poolsville, which is about 25 miles north of Washington, D.C., was attempting to purge snakes from his house. Absolutely not. Using smoke. Absolutely not. I didn't know this. Like, I knew you could use smoke to, like, calm bees down and stuff. But -hmm. apparently snakes, or at least this guy thought. I would move. Snakes didn't like smoke. So he he decided that he would use smoke to get the snakes out of his house. Accidentally burned down his $1 million home. You have a million dollar home and you're not going to call a critter catcher? Uh, My second random thing. It's a great point. I mean, come on. Uh, My second random thing is um, Ryan Wasson gave his brother a 10-roll Santa's candy book um, gift for 
Christmas. I think these are um, lifesavers. Okay. Because I used to get them as, as a kid. They're oh, just, did you? Yeah, they're just rolls of lifesavers, and they come in like a book. Oh, yeah. So uh, he gave them to his, his brother in 1987. His brother, Eric, said never ate them and found them in with the Christmas stuff the next year, so gave them back to his brother the following year. They have continued this tradition every year since 1987. Oh, my gosh. Um, the candy is uh, still intact. Yeah. Um, and they try to come up with different ways every year in order to surprise. That's funny. Each other. So they've had it presented at a restaurant, like brought out, like, you know, on a silver platter, like they're going to unveil it. They've had law enforcement pretend That's to hilarious. address one of the people. Yeah, but they've been going back and forth since 1987. Did you ever have a gift like that, that your family passed around? I don't think so. My dad and his brother, I feel like this is a very brother thing, had uh, dart guns with the little plastic. Oh, Nerf guns. No, dart guns. They're a little, they have a plastic end that like sticks to windows and stuff like that. Yeah. But like end. not dart guns, like, like you're trying to put a bear to sleep. No, 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 no. Like kid dart guns yeah. that they got one year, I guess when they were kids and every single year it would be in their stockings from my grandmother, the same guns, never new ones. And I, about a year ago gave my dad one cause he lost his, uh, somewhere in, you know, over the years since my grandparents passed and I found one on, on Amazon. I got it for my dad and he went to pick up his brother at like the airport or something and had the dark gun hiding in his car and then pulled it on his brother. That's a courageous thing to pull out at an airport. <laughs> it wasn't at the airport. It was like in his car. But my point is my dad is in his seventies. Boys will be boys. Christmas tradition. My third random thing is uh, the 2021 rates for babysitting have been computed according to um, or compiled by a website called Urban Sitter, which I guess is an app to help you find mm -hmm. babysitters. Uh, did you ever babysit as a kid? Heck yeah. And do you remember what you I, made? I yes. And I upped my rate because I took the. Um, Red Cross. Oh, babysitter or course. Or it was the Choa babysitter course or whatever, where they teach you all sorts of things to do. Like, sure. what if the kid's finger falls off or. Right. Yeah. I know. I know what to do. No worries. Do you remember what you charged? I think I charged like $6 an hour or something. The average hourly rate for a babysitter right now is $18.36. Wow. For one kid. For two kids, it's twenty-one twenty-three, which to me seems like bad math. Because one kid seems fairly easy. Two kids could be torture. Yeah. Two kids can gang up on you. Two mm -hmm. kids can lock you out of rooms. You're outnumbered. Two kids can steal your shoes. Two kids can steal your shoes. You know what I mean? Like one kid, you can keep an eye on it. You can there's a chance you can become its friend. It's man-to-man -man defense. Yeah. With two kids, they can form an alliance and try to take you down. Yeah. So I feel like <laughs> it should be higher. But um yeah, so it, it's about $20 an hour for uh, for kids. The most expensive babysitters are in the San Francisco area. It goes up to $25. Bucks. Um, Las Vegas babysitters are the least, and they charge just $12 or $13. I have hour. a question. Why? Those, those are my three random things. Who in who, who can afford to live in San Francisco? I know. I people have are, so many questions about people that live in San Francisco. I, it is a beautiful city. 
It is so crazy expensive. Everything about it. I don't know how people afford to live there. I had a friend, you know, years ago when I worked in radio who lost his job and found an opportunity in San Francisco doing a very similar job. Mm -hmm. And he lived in Atlanta at the time and had worked in Atlanta. So he was telling me about it and he goes, here's, here's what's awesome about it. Uh, the pay is exactly the same as I was making in Atlanta. You're like, oh, and I'm like, no, oh. No. I was like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, it's not. I would have to live in order to have a similar house as I had in Atlanta, in San Francisco. I'd have to live 65 miles from the radio station. Wow. So you'd have like an hour and a half commute to get to and from yeah, no. work every day compared to a 10-minute commute. Did he take the job? No. Yeah. For that reason. And he said to them, he's like, I just can't afford. I know that you're matching my contract. He was making great money. I know that you're matching my contract and you're matching my deal, but there's no way I can. My cost of living just tripled. Yeah. Quadrupled probably. Because think of what you would just spend on gas Mm -hmm. and miles wear and tear in your car, oil changes, all that stuff. Yeah. So he couldn't do it. Um, But yeah, those are my three random things. We also accomplished over break. We finished. I say break like we were off the show for like a month. We weren't. Um, (laughs) For for, the day that we didn't do the show. Right. For one day, we finished The Sopranos. The Sopranos is something that Jeff has been trying to get me to watch for years. And I like wasn't really into it. Um, We dove into it pretty heavily this year. And we finished it. And Jeff told me it is the best series finale of all time. And I watched it and I was like, what? What? So I feel like we can't talk about it. No, because there's still people who haven't um, seen it. And there's it no, is phenomenal. There's no way to describe the last scene of the last episode. You just have to watch without it. Ruining the whole and thing. you can't just watch it without watching the entire series. Like you can't, it's not like a standalone. Like I think I think like TV people, whatever, experts. Mm-hmm whatever people who study television say that the finale of the TV show mash is like one of the greatest TV show finales of okay. all time, but you can watch that as a solo episode. Mm-hmm. You can't watch the finale of the Sopranos as a solo episode. Yeah. So start. it is the, uh, the show is phenomenal. I'm honestly mad that I didn't get into it sooner. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, though. It was so good. I don't know what we're going to watch now. Yeah. Um, I think my dad suggested that we watch The West Wing. People really liked that show. You loved it. That's Did another. You? Yes. Okay. Do we need to start The West Wing? I would watch that again in the heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Is there a um, certain president it's based on? No. Okay. So president Bartlett is the president. Okay. But you will want to vote for him okay. by the end of it. Yeah. Great, great show. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. I started shopping for Ellie 
for Christmas like two months ago because I would see little things like if I was on Amazon or whatever, something would pop up that it was on sale or like was like labeled a hot toy. And you know how the internet is. Once you click on one toy, you'll see it for months. Like then ads for similar toys just pop up, mm -hmm. you know? So like two or three months ago, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that for Ellie for Christmas. And I would buy it. And then like a couple days later, I'd buy it. So maybe September or October, I bought her like three or four gifts and they all came in and I hid them. And which I don't know why, because she's never out. It's not like she's like going to sneak away for a half hour <laughs> right? and go find them. And if she does, it's not like she's going to remember. But they were hidden. They were hidden in my studio. And so now fast forward to like the middle of December and I'm finishing my Christmas shopping you know, for you and and I sent a couple things up to my dad and for Ellie, I realized that, or I made the purchases in December. When they came in, I realized that I bought very similar things, like two or three very similar things. So Ellie actually has in the bathroom of the studio, there are three gifts in there that are almost identical to ones that I bought like months earlier. That I forgot. Have to, yeah, that I have to return. <laughs> so uh, I will be making I think those are the only returns that I have to make from this Christmas season, which I'm kind of proud of. Yeah. Except for, didn't you have something that you want me to get a different size in or something? Yeah. But other than that, I'm good, right? Other than that, you're good. And you and your parents got me an identical sweatshirt. Oh yeah, I have to return that. But other than that, no more returns. Mary, after Christmas, I was calling, I'm listening to your Christmas Eve episode, but um, I'm a few days behind. But anyways, Jeff, you're talking about the new variant of COVID, and I can't say it either, but also, it sounds like a transformer. Like, we are living in a time where there is a virus that sounds like a transformer. Omicron, he's coming for us. Like, oh my gosh, it's terrifying. Why can't we name it, like, Daisy or something? I think we've all been out of our routine for the holiday break. Lots more relaxing. Definitely not, you know, getting up early, getting dressed, getting motivated. At least I have not been. And one thing that's really suffered over break is my water intake. It has been so bad that I wake up in the morning and like my lips are chapped and my skin is super dry. And that's because I am not hydrated enough. Well, liquid IV can help with that. If you're someone who struggles with drinking water during the day, liquid IV can help. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. I notice when I drink water first thing in the morning, it really helps clear my brain fog. And it's also helped me a lot over break when I've been forgetting to drink water all day. My favorite flavor is lemon lime and it's easy to quickly suck down because it tastes so good. If you're someone who struggles with your water intake, Liquid IV is going to be a game changer for you. It contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. It's healthier than sugary sports drinks, has no artificial flavors or preservatives, and less sugar than an apple. It's made with clean ingredients and it's non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. Grab Liquid IV and bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code upside at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code upside at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com promo code upside. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Liz. Um, so yes, Emma Daughter's Jug Band Christmas is sad, um, but it's their retelling of the gift of the Magi. So it's like 
the husband in the gift of the Magi, the husband sold what he was important to him to buy something for his wife, and the wife sold off her hair, I think it was, to get something for him. And in Emmett Otter, like he sold off what was important to him to help Ma, and Ma did the same for him. So, yes, it is sad, but it is supposed to be, like Jeff says, hope and um, that sort of unconditional love for each other and doing kind for others. So, hope you guys had a great Christmas, and we'll see you soon. Bye. So I think that the personal stories that go along with the recipes are like a way to connect with the audience because recipe bloggers were like the original influencers. Like they've always had ways to order stuff off of there. I mean, that has been going on for years and years and years and years. So I think that's why they do it. I mean, do we like it? No. But I like when there's that button at the top that says jump to recipe. Like, oh, thank God. Let's revolutionize cookbooks and online recipes. That would be great. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money how much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>